Yo, I'm Austin Sanders, and this is Polyonymous Podcast. Each episode, I'll be talking about a book that I really like and how it influenced my thoughts. Let me warn you now, with each book, I'm going to get a little smarter. And you are too, because that's just how reading works. One thing I see a lot on social media is people saying, yo, if you're doing this, you're wrong. Right. Yo, if you're doing 95, bro, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and it's like, bro, what you mean? What you mean, bro? bro? If it worked, it worked. <laughs> what you mean, bro? Like I told you the other day, I said, man, I said, if I was to go right now, yo, man, I did it. I didn't came from a lot. I mean, could I go higher? Yeah. But am I messing over a blessing? Like, like, we got to stop doing that. Like, like we talking about crying like a man. And and what I appreciate about my friends is that when I do open up, like in the book, he was saying about before they got, when they got on the plane, and he was like, hey, yo, brother, you want to you wanna pray for mm. a safe trip yeah, yeah, yeah. before we take off? He was like, what, man, you scared? Like me, probably in that situation would have been like, man, I'm scared and probably wouldn't have prayed. Yeah, it's an inv- you know, he said it was an invitation to keep up the shroud of manhood. Right. And he prayed in a way. Yeah. And then Buddy came back. And Buddy came back. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's why I appreciate about y'all. If I, if I cry or if I'm having a hard time, I'm able to do that with y'all because it's like, it's, it's a freedom. Yeah. And I think as friends, we should allow our friends that freedom. Like, yeah, my friends, we could physically do damage. Many people. Many people. <laughs> yeah. we, we are very large. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also have the mental and we also have the emotional, which makes a very powerful friend group. Cause I could I couldn't imagine like having to be strong around y'all all the time. Yeah. Like going through some stuff, and I'm like, I'm able to talk to you about it, uh-huh. and like really let my emotions go. I know friends who have other friends, and when they open up, they be like, hey, "Man, man, quack like a bitch. Yeah. Quit, quit being pusillanimous. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, hey, man, hey, man get up. <laughs> Yo, get shut up. <laughs> just shut up. Be a man. Uh-huh. And then they just. They just Man, you, man, you right, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I have grown more to not only just be, just to just to read about, you know, being stronger emotionally and mm-hmm. mentally, and stop focusing on the physical so much, mm-hmm. but also having, because people always say it takes a village to raise a child, and we and you've told me before you like we're just grown children, right. Just because we're out of mom's house or out of dad's house doesn't mean we still don't need that village. The village may change. It may go from your mom, your dad, your aunts and uncles to your friends. But you still need people because, like I said, if I was on that plane ride with him. He said, hey, yo, man, be a man. Hey, man, you scared, bro? Because I'm, hey, I'm, hey, I'm still working on me. So yeah, I'm, we all are. I'm a macho dude. So uh-huh. when he be like, are you scared? I'm like, man, man, no, I ain't scared. Yeah. <laughs> You talking to you talking to me? You scared? All right. Bloop. <laughs> you know, 
I see this whole thing as community based. Right. Your insecurities, your fears, mm-hmm. your joys, your hopes, your mm-hmm. dreams. Most of these things were constructed. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form by some outside entity. I haven't made one phone in my life. Very true. Never made a phone. I haven't made these microphones that we're talking on. Very true. But like one person makes something and it's supposed to benefit the whole. Yeah. The first person that made AC. The first person that actually said, you know what? Let's talk about our thoughts. Let's see what happens with that. Mm -hmm. Let's let's exchange ideas. Mm -hmm. Let's let's collaborate. Mm -hmm. I see it. I see it as that for everything. Now, some things you are supposed to do individually, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like it seems like we try to take so many things mm-hmm. and either make them seem like they're soft <laughs> or push somebody into you it. You know me, man. You the one that got me doing therapy. I think we're always working with everything that we have. Right. And if we're not getting the job done, that means the materials needed yeah. aren't possessed. Right. But if somebody else got them, and you could go get that, mm-hmm. what are we waiting on? Kind of like what we were talking about earlier, like, it's funny that people who went through the struggle wished they had the easier way, like they didn't yeah. have to go through the struggle. And yeah. the people that didn't have to go through the struggle was like, hmm. They, they, they listen to songs like, get it out of the mud. Yeah. They be like, let me get dirty. I want to be dirty. I want to be in the mud. Yep. And everybody in the mud is like, no. Stay out. <laughs> you will have your own problems. Yeah. Don't add more. Yeah. And like, nope, I'm coming into the mud. <laughs> and when they get in the mud, they be like, they're like, oh no, I'm dirty now. It's like, nah, man. You don't have to. If you don't have to go through the struggle, and if you have someone, like, I wish my parents knew more about finances. Yeah. I wish my parents knew more about just more than just like. I'm not knocking it because I know I've been. I, I know I'm talking like I'm just knocking Christianity. No, I'm you not. I don't think so. I'm still a Christian. I believe in Jesus. He's the savior of the world to me. Yeah. But I wish that I grew up in a household that was, I put it this way, more well-rounded. And that's important because I would have had Jesus, and I also would have had a therapist. Yeah. I've also would have had other thoughts because it comes. To, I've said it before. It comes a time when struggles are going to challenge your faith and sometimes you need more than just scriptures to battle it because i really believe we're supernatural beings mm-hmm. in a natural world yeah like so many people like hey look to god look to god but if you a christian the bible says god he ain't coming back but one more time so he's not he's not before you can go, I believe before you can go vertical, you got to go horizontal. Mm-hmm. Because so many people are looking up, but they can't see what's in front of them. They can't see the tap, like what Jason Wilson was saying. You're so busy looking at the baton, and you're flinching at the baton, where the the problem is the person who's actually trying to harm you. Yeah, the root. He's like, oh God, do this for me, and he's like, I I've given you the tools. Yeah, I, I've given you the hammer and the nail. All you gotta do is build. I've given you the wood. I've given you the mortar, the brick. All you got to do is build. But we're so busy looking at the problem instead, like you said, the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. Instead of being comprehensive, instead of being understanding and just knowing that, yo, 
in this moment is just a moment. It's just a moment. Yep. This problem, unless, I mean, unless you run away from it, because you can't run away from a problem. People move from state to state, city to city, trying to dodge problems, but you can't, you can't leave yourself. True. That's where the problem lies. It's, it's within you. So once you deal with that and don't run from it, and you you look at the guy whipping the baton at your head, mm-hmm. like about the boxing, jujitsu and stuff, they teach you not to panic. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you panic, like even in a chokehold, they teach you don't panic. Yeah. Control your breathing. It's kind of like the Karate Kid movie. He said, hey, is, let's just focus on our breathing. Yep. Because that's fundamental. And so if I'm looking at my opponent, and I'm looking at he's like he's faking with his left. Like if I go for the fake, I'm about to get the Mike Tyson oh, yeah. hook to the jaw. Uh-huh. You can't I can't focus on all the shenanigans and all this other stuff. I have to look you in your face mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I see where you're moving. I see you. Yeah, if I get punched by you, it's gonna hurt. But I see you. I discipline. And if I can look at you, I can see where you're going. And I can see what you're gonna do before you do it. Mm-hmm. Cause I can see if I'm looking at you and I see that order, if I see that shoulder start raising up, yeah, that's gonna eat, that's gonna be a hook. Cause you can't throw a hook like underhanded. That's the uppercut. Mm-hmm. You don't throw a jab under. It's it's straight at you. If right. I see, if I see that shoulder start coming up in a hook position, I know oh he's about to throw the hook. That's why Floyd Mayweather is undefeated. He's mentally he's mentally tough. Mm-hmm. You know. One thing that I really like about boxing and just like those combat sports, like you know Israel Adesanya. Yeah. I remember them showing a clip. Someone threw a punch at him, right? Uh-huh. He didn't move an inch, like an inch. I mean, the punch grazed his nose. He didn't even blink. It was so much eye discipline. Right. It's like whether I get punched or not, because it seems like there are so many um distractions. Right. Right. Hmm. It, it, that caused me to start questioning things because. Like you said, at the end, we all die. There's not one dead person that has came back and be like, yep, I seen this on the other side. I seen that on the other side. Nobody has ever came back and gave a definite answer of what awaits us on the other side. So I chalk it all up to faith. Gotta be. I chalk it all up as hope. But everything is like that, isn't it? Yeah. Because I remember in Four Agreements, mm-hmm. when they were talking about Live with no assumptions. Yes. And that yes. was a hard one for me to really conceptualize, like really think about because right now, I'm assuming that you ain't gonna kill me. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, to do this, I have to assume you're to, to sleep in a room and someone else is around, I have to assume, yeah, they're not gonna come, you know, hit me with the hit me with the knife when I'm, you know, when I'm <laughs> when I least expected it. Shoot through the door and just boom, boom. And I mean you don't know. Yeah. You don't know it is you, you know somebody because i mean shoot maybe somebody heard something or something yeah and now everything's different and you don't know mm-hmm. we just don't know what did you you said it um if people are used to oh what i was saying is um peace is boring to people that are used to chaos ah there it is it's like when i told you i brought up because like when i've meditated for like 10 minutes and my brain, because I'm I'm a control freak. I like to mm-hmm. have things in control mm-hmm. because my therapist told me that because the way I grew up and when things were out of my control, poverty and bad things happened. So I want things in my, in my control because right. I can actually say what's going to happen. Yeah. He tells it in the book about the shellac. 
Mm. And he tells about the fire, the earthquake, and the wind. And God was in none of those, but it was the still voice after all the chaos that happened. And so many people don't wait until that quietness, like how we were saying earlier about so many people are just not used to being in silence. Yeah. Because that's when you see who you are. Like me sitting down for 10 minutes straight and just meditating was one of the most mind racking things I've ever did. Because my brain was trying to play tricks on me and me like, hey, yo, you need to know what's going on. You got you got to wake up. You got to get up. You got to get up. You got to get up. Why aren't you getting up? Why aren't you getting up? Something bad can happen. Because I was, I was playing a waterfall in the background because I needed something to counteract the craziness mm-hmm. going on. And um, after about it was close to the end of the meditation is when my, my brain was free to just and just start thinking on things that I should have thought about that I wish I could have thought about at the beginning of the meditation but I couldn't because it was the first time and my brain was so used to being in chaos it was so used to being on the phone or Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or getting up and doing something you know so it was kind of and after, and after I got up and out of it, it was a, it was refreshing. It was so refreshing. Like it was better than a night's sleep. Mm. It seemed like a lot of life is about understanding new norms mm-hmm. and then being able to adapt. Right. Because things do change at the drop of a hat. And it's like all we can control is our outlook. Yeah. Literally, how we view things. Chinese farm. Is it good? Is it bad? Maybe. That's a great story. Fantastic story. That's a great story. Yeah. No, I mean, and I knew, and that make that kind of stuff makes sense coming from the book it came from. Yeah. Because how would how would a drug kingpin be able to move around and smile and be so joyful? Mm-hmm. I, oh, you know what? Your lens of understanding. Right. You control your lens of understanding. If your lens of understanding is good or bad, and that's it, no wiggle room or nothing, well, you know, it's, it might be kind of tough. But, you know, if you got one that's flexible, like, well, you know what? Like, that do look bad, but on the other hand. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, if you don't bend, you break. Very true. A flexible muscle is a happy muscle. Yeah. If you too, If you're too stiff... And that muscle moves a little bit out of its range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a tear. That's a tear right there. And now you're done for a long time. It's like like the other book, As a Man Thinks. Yeah. Like, and what and what I appreciate about I appreciate about all these books and being a control freak, it allows me to see that I'm in control. You know, recently, man, my uncle, my uncle had asked me this question. He was like, Oh, so which one you think it'd be worse to be blind or deaf? <laughs> you know, I was quiet for a minute because I I really wanted to make sure I I expressed myself the way I really I really wanted to. To be neither. And I said, oh, I don't want to think about neither of those things, man. All the beautiful things I could think about. Right, right. Why am I thinking about having less of something I want? What? But just keep that over there. But it shows, like, like going to like we talk about the four agreements and everything. Um, even in Jason Wilson's book about allowing things in in your mind, mm-hmm. like 
we choose. Like people say, oh, he didn't didn't know. You allowed that person to upset you. You allowed that person. Because you could easily be like, hey, man, what? Man, what? But you didn't allow that to alter anything in your mind. It's like we receive it, process it, like, and that's like one thing I'm working on, just processing. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when I receive something, I'm like, man, that's some bull. And then most times I'm like, hey, yo, cover your mouth up, man, because you can't say everything you want to say. You, you got to process, man. Like you said, you took you took time because you wanted to convey yourself because you wanted to be respectful. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, I had to consider. Many and, things to consider. And that's like, that's beautiful, man, because like, how we, like I think I heard somebody on Instagram say, you know, the best man is a dangerous man, but is able to control that mm. and be what needs to be. Like in the book, he talked, you remember we talked about him and his son were outside the dojo and a guy came up the street oh yeah screaming and yelling oh they're coming to get me ultimately it was them trying to rob him and so jason went from what mr jason wilson Mr. Jason. gotta respect that man he, <laughs> he, gave, he gave me too many gems out here <laughs> mr jason wilson mm-hmm. you know he he went from a loving father well he didn't ever change from that but he went from like being real like lovey-dovey and stuff with his son put his son in the dojo and went into war mode yeah to make sure his son and this is a man who's a trained black belt you know in mixed martial arts he could he could hurt somebody and he and he tells different stories of how he's not only that guy that can break your neck in two places mm-hmm. but he can do that and also he can be the protector and also be that guy that you can sit down and talk to, learn from, be nurtured by. Yeah. Like the, like you said, the complete deal. Comprehensive. Being yep. all things. Because to be able to go from having a great time with your son and looking at the situation and not panic, put your son in a safe environment, and then understand, because he said in the book that he understood that this could go down bad. Yeah. And realize that's the last time he possibly could have seen his son or been with his son mm-hmm. and go from that to, okay, now protect my son. And then thankfully nothing happened and go from that to back to his son and be that loving, like, hey, yo, hey, you good? Like, that's powerful to me to be able, like how you said, to be able to take something in. Because, like I said, most men, like myself, we react out of anger. We react out of the first emotion we feel. Mm -hmm. But to allow something to go down, and as it's going down, we're able to take stuff in, rationalize it, compress it down to where it needs to be, and react in a proper manner. Like, that's comprehensive at its finest. It seems like like a car. Yeah. If you have a car that can go 300 miles per hour, right? But it doesn't have any brakes. Mm. Not very good. Yeah. If you have a car that has the best brakes on the planet, but no motor, also not very good. Right. If you're a warrior, but you cannot be a warrior, mm-hmm. you're very limited. You know what? There's a saying that's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. 
This show was recorded and edited by me, Austin Sanders, the Oracle Orator, the Corduroy's Cavalier, the Epiphany Enabler, right here in Warner Robins, Georgia. You can follow the show at Polyonymous Pod, and don't even worry about it. I know it's a big word, but hold on, we're going to walk through this. So you take the word anonymous, you take off the A-N and replace it with poly. So P-O-L-Y-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S pod. And there you go. I want to give a special shout out to my brother, GFM Dutto, for providing the opening and closing songs used on this podcast. The opening song is called Grande, and the closing song is called Purpose. Both are on his latest album, Since Roosevelt, out everywhere you can listen to music. And I personally think you should listen to it, because Buddy be rapping his ass up. You can follow him on the socials at GFMCEO underscore Dutto. And that's D-U-T-T-O. If no one's told you already, let me be the first. At this very moment, you're already everything that you need to be. And I'm going to tell you, just like a Tribe Called Quest told me, stay based in them slaves. And that means peace. See you later.